Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Wednesday, 26 July, 2023. Our bit today comes from Acts chapter 1, verse 8b, which says, And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth, and then it was Wednesday, friends, that restorative second wind day. And it looks like it's going to be a hot one in my area. For all my computer says about it is heat. But you know what? Whatever comes our way, we are ready and able for it because we have the one and only Jesus Christ in our lives through whom we can do and face anything. Wow! Which other faith can say that, eh? None. And that's why we must be careful to live our lives without giving the hidden cause to cast nasty and blasphemous aspersions at Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And no, we'll never live perfect lives because we are not perfectly made. And whatever we say or do, somebody will take umbrage at it and refuse to come to Jesus for the awesome solace and refuge that he provides. But once we can truly say that we've tried, we've done our best, that's all Jesus is looking for from us. For my fellow believers, it's all in the sincere trying. And sadly, that's exactly where we are falling down. Not enough of us are trying hard enough to spread the good news gospel of Jesus, both in word and deed. We've gotten so accustomed to the good things and the easy life that our world now provides that we've fallen prey to Satan's deceits and lies and are just resting on our laurels, not making a sincere effort to win souls for Christ. But please, please, let's remember that as his followers, we are his face down here on earth and telling others about him and living the way he desires is one of our main responsibilities. We can't remind us enough of the great commission Jesus gave to his disciples before he returned to heaven, where he said, all power or authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach or make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Whoa! And we know it comes from Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And now, friends, that was a very important moment in the annals of our faith, and it's become even more important today as evil and ungodliness sweep our world. And I just love how the scholars explain its importance. They say the Great Commission brings the first gospel, that of Matthew, to a grand finale. Christianity is not represented here as the mere reverential devotion of disappointed men who honor their martyred leader. 
here's a far different scene. The triumphant living Lord sends forth his ambassadors to proclaim his gospel throughout all the world. The Great Commission is not just an order, but a pronouncement of victory by the risen Savior through his disciples. All power or authority is now in the hands of Christ in heaven and on earth. And on the basis of that power and authority, the Christian disciple is to carry out the great commission of the church. Whoa! And it was so important, that commission, that Christ reiterated it just before his ascension when he instructed the disciples to remain in Jerusalem. And he said, but ye shall receive power after or when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And that, that's Acts 1, 8. And now, friends, I hope you all see the great importance of our position as followers, ambassadors, and agents of Christ on this evil earth. It's not a request of Jesus, no, but an order that we get out into the world and teach others about him and all the good and wonderful news he's brought to mankind. That is, if we are his sincere followers. And I can't help but say this because it's true. Not enough of us are making a sincere effort to follow the direct the sorry to follow the directives of Christ's order. And yes, it's not always easy to live the way he desires, and sometimes it will call for some sacrifice. But just look at how Christ sacrificed his sinless life for us now. Sacrifices sinless life for our sinful ones. Just think about all the suffering he bore for us. So what's a little pain here and there for him? Eh? We should be glad to bear a little pain in his name, for that's when we grow in Christian maturity. We don't grow when times are good, only when they are tough. But how many of us are truly interested in growing in Christian maturity, eh? especially when it takes some pain. Not very many. We all talk a good talk, but when it comes time to walk that talk, it's a horse of a different color. We are not so mouthy and brave then. But you know what? Many of us see the Christian life through rose-colored glasses, all joy and gladness, salvation and everlasting life. And because Jesus loves us so much, he won't cause us any pain. However, that's a sad and sorrowful approach to Christianity. For remember Jesus' requirements for being his disciple. He says, if any man will or desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And that's Luke 9.23. That means that Christianity is not always wine and roses or a Sunday walk in the park, but very often it's tough sledding against a persistent and evil enemy called Satan, who is trying to undo all the good that Christ has done. For oh, my people, 
I do hope that I'm making some headway in convincing us of the great importance of our talk and behavior as disciples of Christ. Remember, we are all the unbelievers might ever see of him, yes? And if we don't reflect and mirror him properly, then they will just turn away from his wonderful invitation. No, we don't want to be responsible for people turning away from Christ, but for them turning to him. So please, let's wake up, my man. Time is running out. Every day, we are a day closer to death and to Christ's return. And we need to make hay while the sun still shines to get out into the harvest and reap the great, great harvest of unbelievers that are there to be reaped. That's our bounden duty. And for those of us who are trying our best to do just that, let's go home declaring, yes, we spell it right. Let's go home declaring our Wednesday will, letting the whole world know of our wonderful position in Christ Jesus. All together now, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Thank God the breath of life is still flowing to me on this Wednesday. I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow. And I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back at the past. Not focusing on what has gone before. But my eyes are fixed straight ahead. Yes, they are fixed straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. You know what, friends? There's this added bonus. If we endure to the end with Jesus, then that future will be even more glorious than we can ever ask or imagine. Whoa! So I hope to see you at the end enjoying that even more glorious future. Yes, my people, much love. And the postscript for today says, Working for Jesus carries many responsibilities but the rewards are very worthwhile and that's the gospel truth friends working for christ is very worthwhile you'll never know though until you start doing it until you give it a try so please please give jesus a try you don't have nothing to lose and so much to gain and we pray that so many more of us will turn to jesus instead of the ugly satan so that we can end up with everlasting life with Jesus rather than in hellfire and damnation with Satan. And we pray it all in Jesus' strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.